Hello everyone and welcome back to Is It Peak? Today we are discussing Stranger Things Season 4 Volume 2. Joining me for this discussion is once again Bailey. Hello. And Dylan. Hello. What are our initial thoughts on these two intriguing episodes? A bit disappointing. Disappointing? <laughs> yeah. In, in what way? Underwhelming and also dragged out yes far longer than it needed to be how many of those scenes were like slow-mo scenes which went on for yeah. like episode eight a lot of that was just like repeating things that from the first volume that did not need to be redone like they could have just moved on instead they dragged out all of the plot sequences that were going on at the end of volume one they could have just ended them straight away what do you mean by that <clears throat> like with the russia stuff and um california plot line they just like continued doing what they had done before with mm. like L like being oh I want to leave and then Bram being like no you got to stay he's like you already done that you could have just done it once and then had the military show up instead of doing it twice and having additional scenes doing the same thing again well they have additional Vecna <clears throat> backstory kind of to throw on top of the stuff they already revealed in episode yeah, 7 it seemed so. like they were repeating a lot of things that didn't necessarily need to be repeated if they had just done certain things earlier like the military getting to L and um, Hopper and whatnot breaking out of the prison or getting out of Russia and then going back into the prison again, yeah. <laughs> again. I feel like they could have structured that, that very differently like could have found a flamethrower in the prison or something like that rather than having like 15 minutes of them leaving the prison and then going back well you'd think they would see like Demogorgon and shit and be like we should probably get rid of this right now instead of leaving and then discovering information that was already blatant and then coming back anyway starting with episode 8 uh, but starting off in Hawkins with a good plot, so picking up from where we left off, where we left off in episode seven, which was like Nancy seeing Vecna's backstory for some reason, but I still don't really get. Yeah, he just explains it to her and then says, "Tell L or something." Tell Eleven this, and then he shows her like the upside down, like breaking apart, which just spoils the ending of episode nine. Yeah, and then she doesn't end up telling L anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> it's just, it, was just, it was just for the audience's sake, and like, oh, how are we going to explain this in the show? And how can we not kill Nancy right now? Yeah, she just lets her go. Um, so everyone's theories about how she's going to be saved just didn't matter because it's just yeah. People thought matter. Eddie playing the guitar would be to save her, but mm. no, that was just pointless. Nancy had a vision that like four chimes four deaths or whatever would make the upside down like break apart into reality or something mm. and then they were like and has been telling us he's playing all along because there's always four chimes was there like, even four chimes it's really just always going yeah, bing it, bong bing bong bing bong I, I wouldn't remember because I wasn't paying attention like a normal person wouldn't pay attention so why does Matt like oh it was always four chimes those two times that I had visions <laughs> therefore he was telling us his plan this whole time but yeah after that Nancy's like alright we gotta we gotta get back in there and beat him up for real this time mm. so they decide to go to a place called the war zone mm. and buy one gun this place for war zone apparently literally everyone in hawkins is there yeah. because jason and his friends are there which makes sense but then also robin's crush vicky is there mm. with her boyfriend what purpose did jason and his gang being at the gun store even serve like because the, they didn't end up chasing them after them at that point just like, to add more fuel to the fire of Jason being the biggest cunt to ever exist. Right. So that we don't feel bad when he's ripped in half. <laughs> <laughs> I have already seen people on Twitter saying, you know, we, we I think Jason's just misunderstood. Well, I mean, he didn't end up actually doing anything that bad. Other than, like, he died. trampling on Max's Walkman, which means she couldn't be saved. Yeah, but obviously he didn't know. He didn't even look at it when he was standing And also back. beating the shit out of Lucas yeah, and pointing a gun at his face. <laughs> yeah, he would have shot him if Lucas wasn't just like... <laughs> Well, he did. He like put, he he did shoot, but Lucas yeah. like ducked for plot reasons. Oh, well. And also, his friend chasing after Erica, who's eleven years old, and then like trying to break her arm. Or something. <laughs> but yeah, before they get to the war zone, they like steal like a RV. Breaking Bad reference. Mm-hmm. Someone that was someone's house, but oh well. Yeah, I thought he was like gonna steal his own caravan or something with the gate, and it was like kind of confused as to, like what was gonna go on with that. But they just stole a random person's RV. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be like his uncles or something. Yeah. And they need to like. He said like, oh, it's, it's not really mine. It's like, oh, so it's like your uncles. But no, it's just some guys. Just some random family. <laughs> a betrayal book. And then while they're on the trip there, Steve activates cringe mode to Nancy and starts talking about his like fantasy of having six children. 
which what, Harrington Nuggets or something. Little Harrington Nuggets, <laughs> which of course comes back in episode nine when he's like, "Oh, and Nancy, you were always there too," which kind of clearly walks back his character development in season three to some extent because he did say in season three that he was over Nancy, but I guess he was lying. And that whole plot line of like a kind of love triangle is just not resolved by the end. Like it doesn't doesn't go anywhere by the end they of the like, season. Start to resolve it with Jonathan and Nancy, and then they're like, nah. Yeah, it's just back to Save it for one. season five and yeah. three years. Yeah, I saw that um, speech he was giving about his kids as like major death flags, but that could have just been because I was primed to mm. think about oh, yeah. it from like social media. Steve is a death flag. Yeah. No established characters died this season, um, apart from Brenna, but we already thought he was dead anyway, so like. I would almost count Max as a death. But, but she didn't die though. Yeah, but she's like blind and like both her arms and legs are broken. Yeah, well... And, like, her soul isn't really in her body or something, because Eleven couldn't find her. If she her. was actually dead, then she would just be dead. She would, they wouldn't leave her in a coma in a hospital room. Obviously, she's going to come back, or something else is going to happen. I don't know, but, like... She's, I'd say it's even dead. worse than death. Like, she wakes up, she's going to have a pretty shit life. Well, no, because, like, broken limbs heal. <laughs> and we don't know for sure that she is definitely blind. It, it might have just been in the moment. Because the way that she was saved was, like, potentially reverting her like body back in time was the way i read that scene i thought she was just like restarting her heart but not necessarily like her soul was already dead or some shit but i don't know i thought she was just using unexplained l powers to do anything that the plot requires yeah mm. first i thought it might have been a bit of like an episode nine force yeah, situation. yeah she's gonna force heal her but then like as it was like the shot was panning out she was like rotating counterclockwise true true and it was playing very timey-wimey type music kind of yeah Maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm sure time travel will come in at some point. Great. But yeah, so they get their stuff from the gun shop, which is just a gun and, like, lighter fluid. Yeah, lots of bags of stuff that I don't know if they even use any of it. Well, they make spears and yeah. shields out of trash yeah, they cans. they put nails into <laughs> bin lids. Yeah. Yeah, during that part where they're, like, setting up and stuff, I thought, like, that's all you have. Mm. Like, two spears, two shields. And, and Nancy has a shotgun. <laughs> they just didn't have any money, so they could only afford one gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was like, how much is the gun? And she's like, oh, it's 100 and something. And she's like, damn, that's all the money I have. <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, in Russia, so previously, obviously, they met up with Hopper and stuff and we're all happy now. And then they discover the Russians have, like, a shit ton of Demogorgons in, like, tanks. And they also have, like, I'm assuming that smoke thing, that's like a piece of a mind flare or something, surely. Yeah. Yeah. How the, how the hell did they capture that thing? They're into- not going to tell us. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> also fast forwarding we never see like obviously it's a hive mind so once they kill the demogorgons that thing probably die as well but like i feel like we should have seen them actually like torture that thing as well mm. like the torch some dust particles <laughs> yeah i thought hop was just in like a random prison what is that place they're in why is there like um, that shit at a prison well no they kind of established that in the in the uh teasers and stuff that it was like a place where they had demogorgons so I guess it's like a testing facility. Like they also have that room where they're dissecting a demodog on a table. Yeah, so true, it's true. like they're studying them, and I guess they send prisoners there to to feed it. Because uh, Hopper says in volume one that like, oh, it won't eat dead people because it hunts for sport. Yeah, so that's so, why they let it run around. So he just understands the psychology of these creatures somehow. <laughs> he can, he can take a good guess because he like beat one up once and set it on fire. Yeah. Even though if they're a hive mind, surely they could just be controlled to eat anyway. Like, the whole concept of being a hive mind kind of raises some questions about things. Mm. Does that mean that every single thing is being controlled by Vecna? Yes, maybe. Or do they have somewhat mind of their own? I don't know. <laughs> so, like, while Vecna's hanging out, he's also like, alright, this, this Demogorgon's gonna run around and kill people. Wait, at what point was it, like, established that it was a hive mind? Season 2. With, 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 with yeah. Demodogs? Yeah, what Mike figured out that, like, or Mike and Dustin and Lucas figured out, because, like, when they were setting the upside-down tunnels on fire, that also hurt Will. So then they made the connection made to Hive Mind. Right. And then they're like, yeah, we don't care about that shit. So then they just leave the prison for a little vent, which goes all the way outside. Yep. And then they go back to Yuri's place, I guess that is. Yeah, the, the church, yeah. the Hopper went. Yeah, yeah, the Which church. is the dumbest place to go, because that's the first place they look for those runaways, because that's where they caught them last time. Are they actually at a church? Yes. They, like, even go inside of it and just mill around. Like, that's where they, like, Hopper and Joyce try to have sex until they get interrupted. Um, well, and Yuri's helicopter is there as well. Yep. They're just back there. You sure that's for church? Yes. It was a church at the very all least. Alright, fine. It's for church, yeah. All right, Unless fine. he has two churches <laughs> full of supplies in that area. He has, he has the monopoly on churches. <laughs> Yuri does. 
and then they decide to drive back to the prison the exact same way they came out through the same checkpoint where they were being shot at mm-hmm. and just they had, there's no guards there oh great well they all got murdered <laughs> but the... they didn't know there would be guards there so they were just going to their certain death well he was driving very fast so he just assumed they were <laughs> Murray just assumed they were not hidden and then when they got to the prison they drove up to the manhole that's like a hundred meters from the fence with their high beams on with car lights and they just left them on like extremely obvious so just like hoping that no guard in the middle of the night sees this van with high lights on 100 meters away well they needed a, a light source in that scene so it wasn't just pitch black no one from the russia plot dies yeah. i am shocked yeah. by this dimitri big... or yuri or murray they're all fine mm. although we don't see them at all in the epilogue which is weird i guess i just forgot about them yeah i'm assuming they'll still be there um because they did have that moment between Dimitri and Yuri where Dimitri says like, oh, you used to be a soldier or whatever, you know, like, oh, this is a threat to the whole world. And then Yuri got a bit serious and he's like, yeah, I'll help you kind of thing. So I guess they're going to have a thing where they're going to go help them in Hawkins and both die. I don't, th- I don't think we'll see him again. Why? <laughs> oh, no, they're just... He's <laughs> gone. I think, I don't think the Russia stuff's going to be involved at all at this point. Well, I think there are too many characters, so maybe they will yeah, kill some people off screen or something. But, like, surely Murray would be back in Hawkins with him, so why didn't we see him? No, Murray just got home. <laughs> he, doesn't, he, he doesn't give a fuck. He's done with this shit. Murray only cares about Russian stuff. Yeah. He's only useful when he can translate for people or shave his beard off. Or do karate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or do karate. <laughs> Surprised that karate didn't come up again. He was like, like, when Hopper's going to fight the Demogorgon with a fucking sword, Murray should be like, step back to him, I got this. Yeah, why did he have, like, a fantasy sword? It was such a weird-looking sword. I could not stop laughing in that <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like... Yeah, I was like, engravings on it. Yeah. I was giggling, where did that sword come from? I'm assuming it was one of the ones I had on the rack for the, for the prisoners, but, like, it's so fantasy-looking and clean. It's just lying on the floor. Yeah, and I, I don't remember, like, I, would, I feel like I would have noticed it during the fight if they had it. And even then, when he picked it up, it was just after he'd been like consumed by flames for 30 seconds. So it'd be red hot, and he just picks it up fine. Well, that, they should have gone off wave and it made a light bringer, like set it on fire. <laughs> I don't know why Murray couldn't just shoot it with a flamethrower again, rather than him fighting it with I a think, sword. He might have run out of gas. Yeah. Well, they could have like shown that then. Because he just goes like, oh, they're all dead, and it stops. No, it kind of it kind of looks like the fire like stops like on its own, but I don't know. They could have made it more obvious, yeah. Back with uh, the pizza gang, I'm deciding to call them. The Mike, Will... All the rejects, Jonathan and Argyle. Basically, the only important thing that happens to them this episode is Will finally reveals the painting. I feel like we were kind of right about it because I know someone said it would be like them, like D and D related or something. Bailey said something about Dungeons and Dragons, like um, a picture of them playing, which is I guess this is kind of like that, but it's in the game. Yeah, and they're finding like a three-headed dragon or something, which is definitely foreshadowing a three-headed dragon in season five. (laughs) Yeah, and Will very subtly tries to like divert his obvious gayness by saying it's about like you L needs you Mike you're the yeah. heart of a group or something which is like true but Mike doesn't really get to show that at all this season other than that one scene where he does mm. or last season really he hasn't been useful since season two this is literally sitting right next to Mike and he's like he's like Will's like crying mm. and Mike just he, he doesn't see yeah he doesn't see it even though Jonathan does from the front of the car well Jonathan maybe Mike's just an idiot or maybe he saw but he just Mike is an idiot he just didn't know what to do what pretty much ends off the episode is the Eleven plot. So obviously she has her powers back now. She lifts up that thing. And then she's like, okay, I need, I want to go now. And Dr. Brenner's like, oh no, you're not ready yet. I'm very pleased with what they did with Dr. Brenner's character this episode. I was really worried that we're going to go for like some kind of redemption arc. When she saw him after he takes off her thing, her collar thing, I thought she would like look over him and just go like, ah, and just fucking, <laughs> fucking explode him. <laughs> But no. Brennan's gonna come back next season because we didn't see him die. I'm already seeing people say that. I was like, you're an <laughs> idiot if you think Brennan's dead. Like, he's clearly coming back again. Yeah, the government's gonna save him. Yeah. He didn't stop eleven. Mm. But yeah, thankfully the military alive arrives to sort things out. Mm. Kill everyone. And then he like carries her out, out of there through like some random door mm. in the ground that we didn't see before. Which I guess was hidden in the like covered in sand. Was covered in by a, a bush. What, what's those things that roll around? The Tumbleweed. Yeah, tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> that scene seemed to like drag a bit for me. His like death and all that just in the desert. Yeah, everything in this in this season is dragged out. Yeah, I thought like him that shot where like it's his dead body and it's like going up like mm. in the Breaking Bad finale, like Baby Blue. I thought that'll be the end of the episode, but then the episode kept going, mm. and they have this like really emotional like epic music playing while he was dead, 
It was like, yeah, we're glad he's dead. Yeah. That oh. whole time that Elle was like kneeling down next to Brenner and they were having that really long dragged out scene, I was thinking like, where are the soldiers that were just just like in the last scene running to get to the exit? Like, they were just like getting... Maybe they were like blocked by debris or something. I don't think so. <laughs> but yeah, at the end they drive off, uh, they reunite with Mike and shit and then they leave and then that military guy whatever his name is he like w- walks out and looks angry mm. and then we'd never see him again yeah they don't resolve that and also i guess they just left owens chained up down there yeah well he's not dead so they're gonna bring him back i guess no he's, he's still down there <laughs> <laughs> they just forgot about him uh, i feel like if he wasn't coming back they would have just killed him yeah they would just i i just thought they were like gonna blow up the entire fucking lab when they were like storming the lab and the um soldiers inside were shooting at the guys coming in it's like why don't they just shoot their feet that are like sticking out from underneath the shields very clearly. It's like shooting into the shields. It's, it's too hard. <laughs> they were very incompetent. I mean, they do they do like train like police and whatnot to shoot a leopard chest because it's the easiest part to hit. Yeah, but not when there's a giant shield there. Yeah, but they might not be good at aiming at like legs. Well, they could have tried. They didn't. <laughs> Maybe they were trying, but just really bad at aiming. Yeah, they they, like, they get one guy. And also, there's a very blatant scene where when the Hawkins guys are preparing to go into the upside down or whatever. Like Eddie and Dustin are just like hanging out, and then Eddie's suddenly like, "Oh, never change, Dustin Henderson. I'm gonna yeah. die tomorrow." That when that happened, they start like, play fighting out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought Eddie was definitely gay when I saw that. It was, <laughs> it was so weird because he was like going in for a kiss. It looked like yeah. like hugging him, and he was like never change, Dustin. And it was like Dustin was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and also, like during that scene, like obviously, I'm sure Dustin and Eddie were great friends off screen because they've been at high school for like that year mm. but like we haven't really seen him be like really good friends like on screen much yeah it's just because I needed Dustin hanging out with someone other than Steve yeah so they could kill him off and yeah. then get back to <laughs> I feel like Eddie's whole purpose this season was so that they could build up a character and then kill them off without killing off any of the other established characters well he was like kind of integral to the plot he like kicked off the whole thing kind of and they have a relationship with Dustin so someone could cry over his death yeah but no one else gives a shit and his death was the stupidest thing ever. He literally did not have to die. He yeah. died for nothing. He was about to escape. It would have been fine. He could have just left and there would have been no consequences. Be like, I have to buy time. For who? And what? And why? I'm about to make the bats go at them for longer so that then Steve and people have more time to get it back now. Even though that's pointless because yeah. the Russian gang ends up solving that for them. And then they had, like, Dustin hurt himself from going back through the portal. And, like, for what? That didn't really affect the Yeah, story I thought, like, he, like, broke his leg or some shit there, but then he's just, like, limping around like that. Yeah, so. it's going to probably be pretty annoying for him to, like, be limping around for a whole season. No, he'll, he'll be fine next season. Oh. That was just time jump. It was just, like, emotional manipulation for the sake of it. The actual scene where he dies himself, well, that was fine. That was good, but, like, what led to that was yeah, a bit it, stupid. It would have been good if he then like something useful. Like they could have just had him save Dustin's life. It would have been so easy. Yeah, they could have had like Eddie Eddie, like because he's always trying to run away, he goes up the thing first and like Dustin can't make it, so then Eddie goes like back in to like save mm. him. But you know. There's like a hundred ways they could have made it more meaningful. He like pulled he like threw away like the, the rope thing. So I assume so he would stop Dustin from like coming back in, but then Dustin mm. just went back in anyway. Yeah. So he could be there to watch him die <laughs> and say something about how he's gonna graduate. Moving on to episode 9, season finale. Longest episode of television ever, basically. Like, one of the longest. Anyway, this, this episode starts off with uh, Hopper and Joyce uh, making out. Yeah, that was kind of gross seeing her get, like, undressed. I was like, ew, she's in the 50s. No, that was so good. It was one out in a row. Mid. And then she, like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, like, sees Hopper's, like, hideously scarred body and she's yeah. like, I want a slice of that. Mm. And then Eddie says another blatant line. He's like, oh, me and Dustin, we're not heroes. We're useless. <laughs> I'm going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't even a hero in the end. He was just an idiot. And no one cared about his death except for Dustin. Yeah. And his uncle, I guess. Yeah, like none of the characters even acknowledge it apart from Dustin. And I thought, yeah, I thought, considering how bloated the epilogue already is, it's like half an hour long. Like, yeah. what, surely they could throw in a scene where they have like a mini funeral for him or something. Yeah. Or just like one line. Dustin say, oh, Eddie's dead. And they like, oh, no. But no, they got back and they were straight into cleaning. Yeah. yeah, they really had to have time for them to be taking teddies and blankets to the gym. No, that's not, that's a good thing. <laughs> no, I was... see Ted Wheeler again, and that's all I want. <laughs> Ted Wheeler gives no shits about the earth falling apart. It was apart. just so bizarre because, yeah, like, the gates opened up. It's like, oh, shit, it's like, you know, like, apocalyptic or whatever. Like, the town's being ripped to pieces. Like, dozens of buildings are destroyed and everything and like you know you can see like all the red stuff from the upside down all tentacles and whatnot mm-hmm. and then everyone's just milling around like everything's normal yeah and they said oh it was, it was like an earthquake so like did the yeah. government cover up that shit so quick because like 
holes in the ground yes. which are red <laughs> and then only 22 people died even though like a whole neighborhood just got consumed <laughs> yeah like you saw houses like just falling in and jason got ripped in half. <laughs> <laughs> well a lot of people are leaving i thought like the government was like evacuating everyone out of hawkins but then like they're fixing up hopper's cabin so i think people are still like living in hawkins well yeah because like the people in the gym it's people whose houses were obliterated and then people who are leaving i guess just like doing it on their own yeah I, I thought like it would be like governments like everyone get the fuck out of here no no just business as usual <laughs> it's just a giant earthquake guys so no one could, filmed a giant red hole in the ground it's because they needed their heartfelt uh epilogue kind of thing which had so many heartfelt moments jammed yeah. against each other it was yeah. almost pointless <laughs> the russia gang they get their phone call and they're like oh no shit's going down the kids are in danger again and then Joyce is like, oh, we should go back and kill the Demogorgons, which we probably should have done to begin with. Mm. And Hopper's like, yeah, and hopefully they'll give the kids an upper edge, even yeah. though we have no idea what's happening. Yeah, they just and happen to do, do it at the exact right moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I feel about, like, all the groups still being separated, like, in the finale. Like, it makes sense. Like, there's no way they'd be able to get back to Hawkins for the actual battle. But, like, it just feels so contrived. It's like they ran out of time or something. Like, Netflix yeah. was like, you can only do nine episodes instead of, like, 20. They ran out of time despite, like, the 12-hour runtime of the season. I think it's, like, 13 or 14 oh, hours. Well, yeah. yeah. The way all of the groups decided, yeah, let's not bother trying to get back to Hawkins. Let's yeah. just do it again. Maybe if they cut out, like, half the pointless or dragged out scenes, they could have uh, gotten somewhere. This whole season feels like the end result is just them resetting it to how it was like a season ago with all the characters back together mm. in basically the same situation but now the gate is open so this whole season was just like so they could bring the upside down like yeah. thoroughly into and obviously, but, and obviously they'll still end up splitting the gang into groups again because yeah. you can't have all of those people in the screen at one time <laughs> yeah that's exactly my problem with volume 2 I think it just like didn't have enough of a paradigm shift within the group other than just the mm. like living conditions mm. yeah I feel like not much of consequence happens this season at all really apart from like Eleven has her powers back now and Hopper's back and yeah it was, this whole the whole point of the season was just bringing things back to how they were what already existed in mm. season 3 Eddie came in and then died so he didn't yeah. have an impact so like oh Elle has her powers again Hopper is back again um okay they're all back in Hawkins again <laughs> yeah oh, Joyce and she's just gonna live in Hopper's cabin now sure and they'll have lots of 16 next season and their date to Enzo's will keep getting comically delayed that'll be their plot line <laughs> they're just trying to get to their date but it was like oh no Enzo's are closed and then like upside down like tears a thing for Enzo's I hope that despite the fact that like the upside down is coming into Hawkins now like life just continues as normal for like, it probably will. For people like the um Ted Wheelers yeah the, the Wheeler family <laughs> they just like have like casual scenes but yeah, then um, Max and Lucas and Erica are at the spooky house because their plan is to get Max to purposefully mm. get Vecnid so they can go in for the kill or whatever and yeah. go upside down. And then she does, and then it's all bad news after that because Jason comes in to ruin things. <laughs> I had a problem with that purely just in like what I imagined the logic of the situation would be, which is like, wouldn't you, if you're trying to like draw Vecna into your head, try and be like far away from his altar? I don't know. In my mind, I was just like. You shouldn't do it right where he I is, because, like, transferring back and forth. It's probably just it's way. probably just so he doesn't have to... Actually, no, because he just goes into a mine, so he doesn't have to, like, walk the distance or anything. Yeah, I guess I didn't really have to be there, but... Well, they needed a spooky place. I mean, I guess they're just, like, making it so easy for Vecna to do it, he's, he's like, okay, I may as well do it. They knew that once she was possessed, she would be levitated into the air, right? But she took off her headset and everything and put it down, like, away from her. So how is Lucas going to get the headset onto her head when she's floating up in the air? He would like basketball trick- jump. Yeah, he would- <laughs> yeah. The, the basketball field will come back. He would trick shot it onto her. Because mm. like they could have brought like an actual speaker or something to play it on, but they didn't. They just had the cassette player with their phones. They forgot. Yeah. They didn't have that <laughs> at the war shop, at the war zone. <laughs> and then because they set up early, she's like, oh, maybe he only knows bad memories, so I'll just go to a happy memory. Yeah, they were doing stuff about like bad memories versus happy memories. So I mm. guess that was a bad memory with Billy, and then she was going into a happy memory. Which was the snowball. Well, I think she was just like making it, trying to make an assumption. She's like, Hope, hopefully this yeah. is true. That is an issue I have with Stranger Things, is the characters always make assumptions that turn out to be right. I mean, she wasn't really right, though, because Vecna still got her. Well, she got away for long enough for it to be saved. Mm. But, like, assumptions constantly about like random things and it's like why would you just assume that and it's like oh they're right well dustin was wrong with his assumption about how him and the mind flayer connect that was like the one example i can think of where they were wrong mm. <laughs> um, let's just talk about that because i guess they're saying now vecna and the mind flayer are like the same thing 
Yeah, I don't really like that. Or he like, it was like floating there and he like harnessed its power or yeah, something. He went, he's like, the upside down was just like a nice little alternate dimension where nothing was really going on. And then he went and hijacked all of the stuff in there by taking control of the dusty smoke storm thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that really works still. Like, was that a hive mind in that dimension that controlled all the Demogorgons already? Or did Beckner take it over and make it a hive mind? There's a lot of questions. And also, when he goes up upside down, it's just like, it's just like nothing. Yeah. How does it become... Does So does he then model it to look like Hawkins? I don't know. Oh. And also, it's a different color. It's like not red before volume 2 release like a few hours before they updated the scene where Vecna like in episode 7 where Vecna turns into Vecna mm. it used to be like all red background and then they made it yellow so I guess that's more consistent I guess I just forgot about that great and he did like a little mind flayer drawing when he was a kid yeah and it looks yeah. like a spider but mind flayer is a spider and he loves spiders except it has the wrong number of legs doesn't it? oopsies <laughs> he, he doesn't know how many legs spiders it looks are. identical to the one Will did which yeah. I suppose was just oh, everyone just draws the, everyone just draws the exact same mm. in this universe. Everyone just scribbles shit. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it was planned from the beginning at all. It wasn't. They're just making shit up as they go along, which is fine. And they're doing a good job at it mostly, but there's like a lot of holes. Like, why is it? Fro- we still don't know why <coughs> Upside Down's frozen time in 1983. I guess I'll just explain it the next season, but I don't even know if I will. I, I have more questions now than I did. Before Volume 2. The only thing that was really explained is the Mind Flayer Vecna connection, and even then I have questions about that. And like now, Will can sense Vecna and knows it's Vecna, but he didn't know about Vecna before. Well, he, he has just assumed it was a Mind Flayer, but now he like knows that it's like they're the same thing or whatever. So it's like, oh, it's but actually been Vecna the whole time. He saw the Mind Flayer in visions, though. I guess his, his like body form was just hiding somewhere. And he was like, I'm going to be a smoke monster now. <laughs> okay. Maybe, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I do not know. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever know at this point. This is how we connect it with the Lost TV universe. Well, some people are saying that Vecna's like human-looking form is like destroyed, and now he's just going to be the Mind Flayer kind of thing. That'd be cool because of Hive Mind. So like, oh, he's just going to go into it and be that now. At the end, Mike's Will's talking like, oh, we have to kill him for real this time, and Mike's <laughs> like, yeah, we will. It's like, how? They all pull out shotguns from the war zone. <laughs> <laughs> they go back to the war zone and they buy everything there. They're going to have a cool action shot with like 20 cast members all lined up with different like weapons. That's absolutely going to happen and Steve will have his nail bat back in. And they, they're reason. not going to be able to do anything because they're fighting against smoke. <laughs> yeah. They're just going to like sacrifice one person who's like, hey you, just like snort and snort the whole thing up your nose and then we'll just mm-hmm. kill you. Argyle's going to fill his van with explosives and drive it into the monster. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sacrifice. He's going to be playing faster Dutchy while he's doing. I was a bit shocked when they broke all of Max's limbs. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> that yeah. was so fucked up. Yeah, during that scene, I was like, okay, yeah, they're going to save Max, and then one of the arms broke, and I was like, oh my god, they're actually going to do it, and I was like, okay, maybe it's just one broken arm, but then like her other ones broke, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like all of her limbs broke, and I was like, this is it, they're going to show up with a weird cartoon face, <laughs> but no, but then like. Them not actually killing her was like somehow a bit more fucked up because then it's like her like saying I don't want to die while her eyes are bleeding and she's blind and stuff and all the limbs are yeah, like, Jesus like, Christ that was crazy and then she actually <laughs> died I was like oh my god I actually did it but then eleven ruins it yeah, that, and brings her back when to she life. died I was like well absolutely when she died I was like they're not actually gonna kill her so she's not gonna die so I just like, wasn't feeling anything at all and then she actually died I was like okay sure but, <laughs> and then she came back thirty seconds later mm. but she's not really alive but yeah then they have the, finally they have that epic moment where eleven shows up. To point her arm out at Vecna. Yeah. But then he points her, his arm at her oh, better. Yeah. He's <laughs> got more powerful arm pointing. Yeah. And then starts to very, very, very slowly kill Max. Mm. And then he pauses for like a one minute long monologue. One hour long. To explain. Yeah, thankfully Eleven was like, oh, no, she said Papa's dead. Yeah. And it was like, okay, monologue time. And then she was like, you're not the monster Henry. He was, even though Henry is a monster and was since he was a child before... Brenner came along, so... Mm. Well, yeah, Vecna shuts down that theory. He's like, no, I'm not. no, he's not. You are. <laughs> and then Mike saves her with a power of love. It was kind of weird when, during Mike's speech, he's like, oh, I knew from the moment I met you when you were wearing that shirt that I loved yeah, you. Yeah, that was kind of weird. That was kind of creepy. It's like, She's like, like, oh, my life began the moment I met you, and Will's like, man, what the fuck? She looked kind of like a boy when I first found her, so does that mean that, we, that Mike is bisexual? Oh, my God. <laughs> A throuple next season. That means he can be with Will when yes, L dies. Yes, yes. 
Just like, I suppose they couldn't have it work straight away, but when Eleven was just like in another memory for just like a while. Oh yeah, she was in like Max's, yeah. younger Max's memory, and that served like literally no purpose at all. <laughs> no purpose. I thought we would get some kind of like a revelation there or something, but no. Um, I feel like the only purpose it served was so that they could have the dramatic her showing up at the last second inside the correct memory. We thing. really needed another scene to show that Max was cool and rebellious when she was younger and she rode a skateboard. Yeah. And she was wearing like the exact same clothes she wore in season two, which yeah. was odd. Although I was quite unclear during the scene where they like defeat in quotation marks Vecna because like Eleven like does the thing at him and he's like there but then you also have Steve Robin and Nancy like setting him on fire so like which one was it that really got him? Um, I think it was Steve Robin and Nancy yeah because they like disconnected him from his tentacles which is what made him leave his oh, yeah, yeah, memory yeah. world thing. I am glad that Steve Robin and Nancy basically got like the last hit on him. I was going to be really disappointed if it was just Eleven and Steve Robin and Nancy were useless. Oh yeah backtracking a bit they were like Stuck in those vines, choking to death for, for like, a very for long an hour. <laughs> they, I thought they were just going to be dead. Like, if we we're going to cut back to them, all just dead. Because yeah. it was so long and they were like choking for like several minutes. Well, I'm sure, like, in like in that actual time, like, it was probably only like a few minutes or not even that Well, long. they cut back to it like several times. No, I don't think they like did. Like a looped clip. Mm. I don't think they cut back to it. Yeah, they did. Like, like not for an extended period, but like when they're doing montages, like, oh, all your friends are. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. went back to it like. At least twice after it actually happened. Well, that's in like movie time, but who knows how long it was in real time. But either way, it was still too long. And you just knew that they weren't going to kill off those like three characters in one fell swoop. Yeah, if it was like just Steve, then I would be like really worried. But no, they like threw up Robin. It's like, I'm not going to kill Robin. And then they up Nancy. It's like, maybe. But then they got Steve and it's like, I'm not going to kill three of them. So they made like a, a reference to some 80s movie or show that I didn't understand because I'm not from the 80s. My dad like laughed at it. I was like, what does it mean? Was yeah. it when Joyce was saying something? Yeah, about. about like, her and Murray, I can't remember yeah, what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad like laughed at it, and I, I, I didn't understand. <laughs> Stare quizzically at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> she should have said, "He's he's the Mike Ross to my Harvey Specter." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that the Demogorgon was meant to be like indestructible to everything, but fire. Like, how did no one, none of the prisoners, manage to cut one up before? What's a magical blade you see? It's um, actually the blade of. One of their D and D characters. It, no, it, it's it's Valyrian steel. Uh -huh. It's 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 um, Longclaw. I saw some apparently for Duffer Brothers. Like they're like, oh, we actually like had a plan for Henry slash Vecna from the very start. You see, we just didn't use him. It's like you guys are liars. <laughs> it's like oh, we drew out like a vague plan for the entire show back during season one. It's like, I don't even believe that. Mm -hmm. They they did well, not write. Maybe that. the idea of a character like Vecna existed but it was meant to be implemented much earlier on and then they just abandoned that and then they're like, hey, let's bring it back anyway and just try to shove something it new to kill people. Yeah, it's like I have an extra couple of seasons. But I don't think we can have like a new like ultimate villain. It'll just be Vecna yeah, again. No, there's not enough time for another villain. Unless they have to do like, surely season five will have to be another like giant season like season four again, like ultra long. No. It'd be weird if it goes back to like 15 minute episodes and there's yeah. only eight of them. They've already done all the character development. <laughs> they just don't... But like, just... how, what, what even is the plot, like, at this point? Like, what the hell is season five about? Saving Hawkins. How? <laughs> By L putting her arm out and blowing everything up <laughs> and sacrificing herself no. to close everything. What it's going to be is they're going to time travel. No. <laughs> they're going to time travel and then L's going to put their blood in all of, like, her friend's mothers. And then they'll have powers in this universe. Oh. Every one of them. Nothing... Max is definitely coming back with powers. No, he's not. She'll have powers so that she can just fly around and be able to see things. Nothing will make me more mad than if there is any kind of time traveling and they reset everything. It's like no one actually is dead anymore. Like Barb is back. Well, maybe not people being dead, but like the public never found out about the stuff. No, they always get the men in black in and do a lot of stuff. <laughs> and like Steve had like this axe. I was like, oh, Steve's going to deliver a final blow. He's going to like chop his head yeah, off. Yeah, I thought something was going to happen with that. Yeah, I, I, he only used the axe to like hit a tentacle. I thought they were gonna like dismember his corpse and just cut it tiny pieces. So well, yeah, they said like twice, like, "Oh, let's chop his head off." It was like, yeah. "Okay, that's awesome." Instead, no, they just did. Um, they did a very blatant homage to Halloween, where Nancy like shoots him a bunch and he falls out a window. Then they go down to find him and he's not there. I'm pretty mad that they still have it that the public doesn't know about the upside down. Well, um, it's unclear. They said it was just like an earthquake. So they're really trying to pass that show off as just an earthquake. Yeah. Have they like has the military immediately swooped in and like covered up all the red shit? Well, well, it doesn't matter because like at the end of their show it's already fucked up. So they have shots of like the California crew coming into Hawkins and the military is everywhere. Um, and they've set up barriers around all their things, but you can see the tentacles from upside down up the up the side of the town hall. 
So yeah, those are the only tentacles you see in like the prologue because I remember there was like a parallel shot when they were coming back in and there was like a bit of like a more tarred section of the road. I feel like the season five, they, obviously they can't have it immediately take place after even though they probably should because, yeah. you know, aging and whatnot. I think they're going to do the Jurassic World Dominion thing where it starts with like a news report and it's like, the entire world is turned <laughs> upside down. I honestly think that's what they're going to oh, do, no. like legit. Like, I don't know what else I can do. Like, how the fuck do you start next season? Um, just start off from where it left off. Or, like, I guess they could have a short... Well, maybe they, what they could do is they'll have a few weeks between or something, or even a few months, mm -hmm. and it'll cut to them, like, actively fighting things from the upside down. And it's like, oh, I've been doing this for a little while now. Like, everyone's... There's a narration. Like, everyone knows how to do it. No, it'll just, like, go straight into it, and they'll, like, explain it by showing you yeah, rather than... Yeah, Ted Wheeler's now in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it'll be like maybe there's like a lot of soldiers there and it's like fighting and stuff and they've evacuated all people <clears> like some stuff will happen off screen and rather than narrating it or giving you a news thing or maybe they'll have it on TV but they won't do like they won't do a Jurassic World Dominion no, but um, <laughs> this show is made for normal people that'll be too confusing they need a news report telling us uh, I know I could see it working they'll have L narrating it as is like like drone drone shot coming in like showing things since like El narrating what's happened over the past yeah months. it's like it's like a it starts off like um like a Star Wars movie or some shit where it's like it starts off with an action scene and it's like it's the camera's just flying for it while no El's narrating mm. it's like this is day 185 again except now <laughs> the entire world's fucked I, I guess she was kind of like reading out a letter at the start of this mm -hmm. season but that was reading a letter mm -hmm. not a news report I'm surprised they didn't bring back Max's letters that she wrote for people. I thought like Lucas would be like reading his out or something. Even yeah, yeah. Plus that might just be copying the end of season three with Hopper's thing. Mm. I don't know. He was just reading on like a book. They just forgot about that. Or maybe they will bring that back at the start of next season mm. with Lucas by Max's bedside or something reading it. He's still there. I'd be really pissed if, if Max has any involvement at all like for the entire first half of the season. Like if she's going to come back, I don't want it to be like until like, the second half. Mm. I feel like it would have just been easier if I just actually killed her off. But there's one less character you have to worry about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Lucas will probably kill himself, but <laughs> there's two less characters. Someone should have died. Like, Brennan was already dead before, so of course he was going to die this season. Mm. And I'm I mean, glad that Steve isn't dead. Yeah. But, like, I'm Max. I'm sick of Dustin at this point. I just want him to go. <laughs> Why? I've changed my mind about him just in the last couple of episodes. Also, he looks really weird without his hat on. Yeah, he's got <laughs> such greasy, dirty looking hair. The outfit that, like, Hopper returned in was another aspect I found amusing. He just looked like some, like, farmer. Some, yeah, some Texan he's a, he's a lumberjack. He's just wearing his normal clothes. Mm. And, like, an Air Force cap or something. Well, he needs something to hide that ugly ass bald head. Although, I guess he came back with the government, so they could just give him a hat. Yeah. I'm really annoyed because it seems like they're just going to skip over that awkward phase where, like, he's, like, walks back into a police station, just like, hey, guys, <laughs> it's me. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. They're just going to skip over it. Oh, maybe he'll just say, like, oh, I stayed in hiding. For yeah, or maybe he'll just be in hiding, but I highly doubt that. Mm. There's going to be some scene where, like, I swear to God, if they just like time jump and like things are just back to normal in terms of like people just accepting that he's alive. The government yeah. could have done another cover up. It's like, oh, I was actually being a spy at the time. The mm -hmm. government needed me. I guess people would buy that, but also just like imagine, mm -hmm. like, can we talk about Hopper's reunion thing, which felt really shoehorned in? Yeah. At, like the last possible second. I like honestly thought they weren't going to do it until season five, but no, then that government car rolled up and it was like, yeah, it's yeah. Hopper. Well, and then Elle's reaction, like, should have been like, holy fucking shit, it's Hopper. But no, she's like, Alright. Oh, I liked their reunion scene, at least him and Elle. I did not like his reunion with Mike, because I just hate Mike and his stupid face. <laughs> and he's like hugging and he's like, Ugh. If I was Hopper, I would be throwing up at the thought of Mike fucking my daughter. Disgusting man. Jesus. <laughs> what do you got against Finn Wolfhard? Just look at his face. Do you think Will will actually be involved in the plot next season? Well, yeah, he's got to have his tingly, his, his spider sense. <laughs> he's gonna be back to a season three role of saying he's here. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like at the end of the season, like he's, he's had a lot of character development this season, I guess. Has he though? Yeah, he's gay now. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, and then the, at the end of the season, he's back to oh, my neck. Mm. It's it's. Wait, they should do the exact same thing again. <laughs> and yeah, while they're at Hopper's cabin at the end, they like go back to like fix it up because it's still got a hole in the roof, hole in the roof and shit. I can't remember how that happened. The Mind Flayer, like, they like, they like hiding in them, and the Mind Flayer flash monster came in and, like, it busted through the roof, like, oh. one of those things. And, like, tried to drag Eleven out. Oh my god, why would you get back there? Wouldn't it be, like, traumatic to be in that cabin? <laughs> in a no, well, bad dream. It's a cool cabin. 
<laughs> We're gonna have a family of four in there. <laughs> yeah, it's mm. gonna be the three hundred and sixty-eight in Story Treehouse. Oh yes, because surely like the government still would be hunting after eleven. Yeah, there's still like eleven still. Because that was not resolved. A lot of things were not resolved. Yeah. Speaking of not resolved, uh, Jonathan and Nancy, they like look like they're about to resolve that plot, and Jonathan's like, "Are we okay?" And she's like, "Yeah." And it was very not. So many things that could have and should have been resolved with the runtime of this season, and then just leaving them for next season. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure next season will be like a fuckload of stuff shoved into less time. I don't think they'll even bring up the Jonathan Nancy thing. It'll just be like, oh, yeah, we're, 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 we're happy now. Or, they, or they'll kill one of them and bring it up at that point. Yeah, like Nancy asks about Jonathan's like college thing. I was like, finally, Jonathan's actually going to resolve this. And mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know. Yeah. One of those three has to die to resolve that. <laughs> Nancy, Jonathan, Steve. Yeah. Like, if Nancy dies, then it doesn't matter. Like, they can both, the guys can move on. <laughs> John will kill himself. Or one of those two dudes has to kill themselves, and Nancy will just go to the other one. If they even go to kill a main character next season, it'll be Steve. But I don't even know if they will at this point. Yeah. They're too scared. If they kill someone off, the show's over anyway, so. Yeah, there's no stakes, like, in terms of keeping people alive. I think they should go crazy and just. Yeah. Everyone I've heard people think, like, um, predicting they might just, like, slaughter the cast next season. Yeah. <laughs> to make it dramatic. Like first episode, like kill off all those like like Murray and Jonathan, Erica, Erica. Yeah, maybe the reason they have so many characters now at the end of the season is so, so they can actually is, have some yeah, carnage. So, so they can establish how powerful the villain is next season by having him kill like half of them. Mm-hmm. Murray's like it's karate time and he Yuri, just explodes. Yuri and Dimitri and Argyle are going to be in a helicopter and someone is going to just smack out of the sky to explode. <laughs> I just want to picture what, what leads to this scenario where Argyle, <laughs> and Yuri in a helicopter together. And then Vicky's like an exact clone of Robin in terms of personality. Yeah, I didn't like that. Oh, so then Steve can date her. Yeah. And it's like dating Robin, but not quite. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't know why I had to make it like, oh, they're the same person, therefore they're compatible because they're identical. And it's like, oh, I don't think that's how it works, really. Mm. She doesn't have to be the same person. They even look similar, kind of. It's just one, they've mm. got different coloured hair. I feel like there should have been like one scene, one extra scene at the start of episode one where they actually like share a scene where they actually talk about something yeah. to like establish that they actually know each other. Yeah, and like establish that girl's personality mm. rather than just being like, oh, she's Robin. Other than just having like one line in episode one and then not showing up till the second last episode again. Yeah. But she has one line and then in episode nine she actually finally says something and she's just Robin again and she makes a peanut butter monstrosity. I'm really curious as to how long the time jump's going to be because they could go as little as like half a year. Or even like a few weeks. They could go one day. <laughs> mm. They might just ignore the actors' ages at this point because like, I don't think they're going to look that different next season. Because the Duffers did say that they were going to do a time jump to catch up with the actors' ages. So that makes me think it's going to be like, at the very least, a year. But I feel I like it would be more interesting if there's like a major time jump like over a few months. Mm. I feel like they kind of have to because like, what even would be the plot if it's immediately after them? Like, holy shit, what's happening, guys? <laughs> They're just gonna time jump and like all of Hawkins will be like upside down and like the military will have like contact like quarantined it off and they'll all be living in like California or some shit. Well they just say with Dr. Owens a war is coming to Hawkins, so maybe it'll just be a full on like there's like thousands of soldiers and like all this shit going down all the time. It's gonna be Avengers Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be a scene where Wagner portals in and then he has like a million demo dogs mm. behind him and they all like run him and Steve's like, whoa. I guess I just don't totally understand the state of affairs in Hawkins because they weren't too explicit about there still being these big channels. Because I think that when, like, Max came back, that's meant to have, like, reversed some of the carnage because it wasn't the four deaths in total. And that's why it's just at the, like, city hall. Mm, maybe. I feel like the Duffers wrote that ending and were like, damn, this is awesome. And then they just, like, did it. And they're like, <laughs> okay, now what? I'm really hoping they at least, like, thought a bit about what season five was going to be. Maybe the time skip will be because Vecna's hurt and maybe he's like a hive mind so he like doesn't have the energy to send things out to Hawkins until a few months later. Maybe Otherwise, the, upside, maybe the upside down spreading across Hawkins will make him more powerful. Because like if it's kept a few months and there's like thousands of demodogs and demogorgons running wild killing everyone like there's not going to be anyone left. <laughs> I feel like they might go full on Jurassic World and be like the entire world has been. No they won't do that because it, it was always just Hawkins. Always about Hawkins. Yeah, I know, but this season was all like, oh, we're not in Hawkins anymore. And they're obviously going to want to go bigger over that. Mm. It's like, the entire world's been fucked. And then at the very end, Eleven will reverse everything and clear everyone's minds. <laughs> clear, clear everyone's memories. Now that Joyce and Hopper are led back, like, 
What purpose do their characters even serve now? Like, Great Hopper's back, like, what the hell is he even gonna do? Is he gonna, like, take charge of, like, the military or something? Uh, I feel like they might do that, because it'll just be cool visually. Like, everyone's, like, in, like, Terminator 2 mode, like, in the future. And they can have Demogorgons just, like, killing hundreds of random people. They'll have it, like, the Demogorgon kill of the week. Like, everyone's a pro at killing <laughs> Demogorgons, including Ted Wheeler. Can we talk about Jason's death scene some more? <laughs> in terms of how funny it was? <laughs> It's so random. I've seen a lot of people saying they didn't even notice it. Well, yeah, because it's like panning over his body as it's happening. It's really dark. Yeah. And like, you might not really see it if you're not. Yeah. Really yeah. And like, the first time I saw it, I didn't like hear him. I thought he was just like fainting. I thought he was just still like unconscious. But yeah. then I rewatched it and he's like screaming in agony, <laughs> which was so much fun. I, um, I had subtitles on, so it said like screaming. Or something yeah. Yeah. I have that as well, but I guess I just didn't. Um, but if I didn't have subtitles on, I might not have noticed it. Mm. I've seen a lot of people saying it wasn't enough and they wanted him to like Lucas to like Jeez. flay him alive or some shit. <laughs> or if he was lying the other way and got split the other way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, like like and in, he's like looking at like as his body's being like like in like in Bone Tomahawk, they split him from like the dick. <laughs> what year was um T two released? Terminator two, nineteen eighty nine. I love it. Like or no, or nineteen ninety one maybe. Oh, okay, I'm just thinking of this like cultural references they can try and do in season five. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, 1991. Because, like, I know that a few people were thinking that, like, maybe the song that Eddie would play would be Enter Sandman, but that was, like, 91. Compared to season three, especially, the nostalgia bait references were way toned down this season. Yeah. Like, season three was, like, blatant. Like, they had that whole scene where we were, like, watching Back to the Future. Yeah. That was just stupid. And, like, the new Coke thing. That reminded me, there was one good use of the powers that one and Eleven had in the entire show when um, one raised up all, like, that wood, the, like, the splinters like the wood mm. and like threw it at her I was like oh that's cool but yeah. then she just like threw it out of the way I thought she would like put a hand out and like stop him somehow well yeah I got like slightly fooled because that happens and then they all go into like the bleacher and then later on Max is like slammed into the side of a bleacher and I'm like oh, it would no. be very cool if that was the one oh my god she gets impaled yeah uh, when they were throwing when she was throwing I was thinking like oh isn't like Max right there and I was expecting them to just like keep going like hit Max I was like jeez <laughs> 11 accidentally just throws them all into Max's face yeah. Why doesn't Else take credit for saving Max's life? Yeah, why? <laughs> she has to be like dramatically quiet. Yeah, none of these folks are communicating whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. I, do, I don't really like that in movies or shows where a character just like keeps quiet about something for, for no reason at all, just for dramatic effect and to be like, oh, I'm like, you know. Maybe it's because like she couldn't find Max in, the, in her mindscape or whatever. So she was like, oh, I better not disappoint people even more. So you could just say that and say also, I saved her life. I, I she, she already gets the credit for nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, but when Max comes back and is just like furious that they're alive and is like, let me die. Mm. No, but well, she did say she wasn't ready to. So. Although I'm, I'm sure if Eleven revealed she could save someone's life, she'd be getting like harassed by the crew every time someone gets hurt. <laughs> yeah. Dustin's like, why did you save Eddie then, bitch? <laughs> just simply, who's Eddie? <laughs> Who is his man? <laughs> They didn't, have this, they didn't have an awkward scene where Will finds out that they've been playing D&D &D without him. Coming into this, it being like the two episode finale, I was kind of expecting it to like, it's all kicking off straight away or something, or at least like, at least in episode eight for it to all kick off and yeah, then for the finale to be up. like some big thing. Instead, episode eight is long and boring and slow and I was... The whole and necessitated time. episode nine being way too long. Yeah, like they could have gotten so much more done episode eight in that runtime and didn't. Yeah, good montage here or there would have really been able to streamline things. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it has been five minutes in Warzone. We didn't need that extended Jason and Nancy scene, which didn't really add much. Yeah, well, other yeah. than just show how much of a cunt he is. Most of the scenes in the show are just good because it's, it's a good show. <laughs> but like, you don't need to have all of the scenes. Mm. You can cut some out. I'm very curious to see how much stuff was originally cut out from like the original scripts. Like, was there anything? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it seems like Netflix was like do whatever you want, free reign, unlimited money. What's the budget gonna be like for next season? Because <laughs> this season was already like three hundred million dollars or something. Ten billion dollars. Netflix is gonna go bankrupt. <laughs> They're gonna have to release like episodes like monthly <laughs> to pay them to pay their sub sub subscriptions back. Setting up tension when you knew that it was very likely it wasn't gonna go anywhere. That stupid scene where Joyce is talking like, oh Hopper, I can't lose you again. This man is not dying. Yeah. He has a fantasy sword. Oh, and in that, like, little, um, when they're, like, all setting up for the war in, like, a big field, and then 
Lucas is just like didn't tie the knife correctly, so then Erica's like, Oh, this is how you tie a knife onto the stick. Erica didn't really do much this season. She was only in like three episodes. She only really showed up at the end. Yeah. Which I was shocked by because she was like like a main character in season three. They toned her down a bit, which is a good thing. And then yeah, another part of the field was they were trying to make him close with Eddie because Eddie was gonna die. <laughs> but like I don't know, he's always been quite close with Steve, but there's like no real interactions between them before mm. the conflict. Maybe I felt the Steve Dustin thing was being like over, over just yeah. too much of it. They also didn't need it because Steve wasn't going to die. <laughs> <laughs> they can do it next season. Yes, Dustin can have the exact same thing again except for Steve this time. Yeah. There's going to be a scene where Steve says, Dustin Henderson never changed. And Dustin's going to be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like a lot of the time when they were cutting from scene to scene, they would always end it with like a character just saying like a real one liner or a, like a bit of a tagline and I found that like annoying yeah I, I really noticed that in season 3 where like they do it in this season a lot as well where like a character asks someone a question zoom in on that character cut to next scene I hate that shit like it's fine in moderation but yeah they just like didn't know when to stop with volume 2 at all they should have had a post credit scene for this where like it shows Dr. Owens just still hanging like <laughs> still in there chained up well, that's how they'll show the time skip it'll be him it's like a skeleton <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a post-credit scene. So was I. I watched the entire credits for that. Because normally on Netflix, when you're watching it, it like if there's no post-credit scene, it'll just like bring up like, oh, watch this and this and this. But yeah. didn't. so I was like, oh, it's gonna be something at the end. They just really wanted you to watch it. Yeah. Plus, there's a free post-credit scene, so I didn't look for it, but like I was ready to hear about it and then like go back. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do some no, shit like that. It'd, it'd better be, be pointless, but it'll like... be some guy sitting in the throne, turns around, and says, "Fine, I'll do it myself." <laughs> oh my god, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what are our final ratings slash rankings because I know what, I can't remember what you guys said last time but has the season compared to the other ones like moved up or down compared to what you thought before no I'd say it stayed about the same I think I enjoyed volume one more than volume two yeah to me honest. too me too by a lot honestly yeah. yeah and I'm trying to not like rate the whole season lower just like retroactively mm. I still feel like episode four or seven is the best of this season I don't remember which episode was which episode four was the <laughs> max episode the Max is in a lot of episodes. Four, yeah. <laughs> the Max, the Dear Billy episode, where she ah. gets Beckman. And episode seven is, you know, where Beckman reveals himself. And, yeah. like, Steve and Chitter running around upside down and it's fun shenanigans. I feel like it's because uh, volume one, there were a lot more character moments mm. that I could enjoy, whereas in volume two, it was like, just get it over with already. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, this season is this probably still the second best. Season two is the best, maybe still. Season 3 is still the worst season by a large margin. So that's all we have to say about Volume 2 of Stranger Things Season 4. We'll see you in another three years for Season 5. Thanks for watching slash listening.